Before we dive into the latest episode of the Soulful Sales Show, I wanted to let you know about my new $7 membership, the Soulful Growth Club. It's all about helping you get more visible as yourself and grow your audience using from the heart content. Join as a founding member by December 22nd, and you'll also get as a bonus my Illuminate 2023 reflection process and my juicy behind the scenes debrief of the year in my business. Find out more at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash SGC. That's ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash SGC. Imagine serving over 8,000 people in your offers, because that is exactly what today's guest, Evelyn Weiss, does through her low ticket programs. So today I am asking her all about how she got there, what worked in terms of the funnels she set up to bring people in how she kept going when things weren't working, and what it's really like to sell and to serve at such a large scale. Welcome to the Soulful Sales Show, where we talk about believing in the value of your offers, getting them in front of your right people, and selling more of what you do in your unique way. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Soulful Sales Show. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest, Evelyn Weiss, who actually came on to my radar just over a year ago and who has consistently blown me away since then with her incredible marketing, her incredible way of thinking, of looking at things and how generous she is with what she does and how she serves her members. So I'm gonna give you the official introduction first because it really is so impressive to give you the all important context. So in less than three years, Evelyn has scaled her coaching business to 300K months, 190K monthly recurring revenue, and she serves over 7,000, actually, I think it's now over 8,000, paying monthly members across three low-ticket online programs. She is best known for her low-ticket, high-value approach and helping coaches, content, and course creators turn their passion for helping others into recurring revenue with her signature program, The Coaching Membership Method, which I am going to link to this, by the way, from the show notes. Evelyn is so incredibly generous with her free content, so I highly recommend you go and find her and follow her over on YouTube and also on Instagram, or you can join her absolute bargain $7 a month Coach Growth Hub membership. She also creates PLR products that you can get at Secret Weapon, and like I said, she also has her coaching mini membership method, which I'm going to link to all of these things in the show notes. So in this chat, I got to ask Evelyn how she started this journey because I think it's really easy to hear the headline, 8,000 members, and think she's so far removed from where you might be or, you know, it all must have been easy for her, right? So I really wanted to ask her a bit about the journey and I was so glad that I did. It was so inspiring to hear Evelyn talk about all the kind of twists and turns along the way, things she did that actually didn't work or stopped working and how she had such a powerful mindset of experimentation that really kept her going. And she was actually sharing her experiment with her people as she went, which served her really, really well. Now, Evelyn is great at many things, especially marketing funnels. Funnels that work not only to bring in the numbers, but also massively serve her clients as well. So we talked all about those. Um, We also talked about monetizing her personal growth journey, 
And she shared more about what soulful selling means to her, which I think is really, really helpful to hear from someone doing it at such scale. So I really, really hope that you love this chat as much as I did. And like I said, head to the show notes because all the links to find all of her amazing programs are going to be in there. So Evelyn, your achievements with your low ticket offers and your membership are just so impressive and actually probably mind-blowing to a lot of people. Can you just share for the benefit of people who don't know a bit more about your journey to getting where you are with your low-ticket offers and your membership, your memberships? Of course. So it all started uh, shortly before my son was born in by the end of 2019. I had a done-for-you ads agency, social media management agency, and I really worked myself to the ground during pregnancy. Um, I was I would always say like I used to have a hand that turns everything into gold. And when I knew that I would have my son, and I think it's because I tried to become a mom for many, many years and it just wouldn't work. And I had given up on that dream. And then when he happened, I was not expecting it to happen. So I was panicking and everything I touched was coming from a scarcity mindset. Like I have to prepare for things because I like that was always my dream to have time for my child. And so in that summer, when I wanted to prepare so I can take some time off with my son, I basically ran everything to the ground. I started undercharging at one point, even offering my services on Fiverr. Like it was uh, everything I touched was going to the opposite of gold. And so shortly before he was born, I realized I can not sustain in this done for you container and I need to I always like to think in opportunities and vehicles and when I took a step back I was like okay you're not in the right vertical you're not in the right vehicle you need to switch if if you want to make that change so um I started to get interested in coaching course creation but I still felt too embarrassing uh, too embarrassed to put myself out there you know, all those typical, like, what will those people that I went to school with think? And, um, you know, English is not my first language. It it improved over time, but uh, you can still tell I have an accent and my grammar is not on point. So I just didn't feel like I'm somebody who can put themselves out there. So I had to really crash everything to the ground. Um, and I hired someone to build a done-for-me funnel. <laughs> and basically, it was, it was expensive. Like, it was really high, high ticket. I, I lost in total... Twelve and a half thousand dollars. Basically, all the savings I had built up from done for you work over the summer, um, and from the beginning, I was like, because I had been building funnels and websites and run ads mainly for e-commerce businesses, but I knew how to run ads. I've been doing it since it was possible. Talking about Facebook ads, I knew from the beginning that this is not right, but I was still trying to go with it and be coachable. But it was a complete disaster. It was basically a click funnels share funnel of a book a call, high ticket, absolute nonsense. Uh, I think it works if you don't care um, and just sell to anyone. Basically, you know, if you're, if you're really into high pressure sales <laughs> on the phone, you can and probably pull that off, but it just really wasn't for me. And that was really my personal rock bottom that I needed to hit. And then at the same time, one of my former business partners who owed me 70,000 euros was withholding the payout. So they were uh, just keep delaying and coming up with uh, excuses. And I had taken out a loan to, so I can pay it flat here. So I was really 
in a liquidity crunch with that thing. So I think I needed to hit that rock bottom. Then I said, okay, I know what to do. I just need to get it done. I set up the group for myself, page for myself. I started my zero to audience case study where I was documenting how I was growing a Facebook group from scratch and monetizing it. And I, my first offer that I sold was a 12 week one to one coaching program for 997 with a lot of done for you components, like building out your lead magnet, tripwire funnel, um, the ads, all of that. And I was thinking I want to launch it, to relaunch it officially as a then during that process, I also, I was very quickly booked by other coaches because they were like, okay, those results are ridiculous. I was the first one using lead generation ads to grow a Facebook group. That was, people would use bridge pages and it would be really expensive, like $10 cost per group lead. And I was basically doing it for a, below a dollar. So I was very quickly booked out with done for you ads from other coaches. And I got like a behind the scenes of the high ticket coaching world. And I was like, okay, this is basically what I'm running away from with the, my ad agency. I don't want this. And then I I could not pull through with my official relaunch. And instead, I decided I want to have a membership. And then it took me about, that was then in September in 2020, when I started Funnels and Ads Pro. Basically, all the things that I had done, um, I was repurposing them in a membership. I had a founding member beta launch. It was rough. Uh, but I had a few people that liked me. So that was, that was good. I sold to my warm audience. Then I tried for like over 30 funnels to grow my membership with ads directly, potentially like one worked and I had within a month, I had my first hundred members crashed that funnel. It took me another year to then figure out my um, self-liquidating offer funnels that I'm now using. And then I had the idea for a mini membership and that was when things really took off and um, within a few months then after this first year where I just couldn't get over the 100 members I had a thousand members like a month later and then now since then we've grown to 8,000 paying monthly members and I introduced like a few complimentary memberships basically around done for you product and I also introduced because my members kept asking me for it a program around how to create launch scale your own membership and that's kind of how we came here <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So amazing. But I like how, because the headline number 8,000 members is just incredible. And I'll ask you more about that. But then the journey to get there, like how, you know, you tried things, they didn't work and you kept trying different things. So can you, if it's possible to give it in a nutshell, what funnel and what way of running it did you eventually find that works? And I know this is what you teach in your programs. Absolutely. I'm, I'm completely transparent with that because uh, the value of my membership really lies in the continuous support of getting the thing done. And it's not about gatekeeping knowledge. So I'm completely freely sharing all my strategies. And I think that that might take uh, off some burden from people who feel like they have to hold back and, and put things behind the paywall. So the first funnel that gave me a breakthrough was a freebie to video sales letter funnel. I had collected coach ads that stood out to me on the feed and I added my own commentary as in ad swipe files, um, which is something that marketers keep, right? They keep swipe files. And um, so it was 101 ads for coaches and course creators with my own commentary where I was kind of walking people through like, look, this is this kind of ad, right? This is the purpose of this ad. So I was really trying to... Uh, provide commentary, my own value and put things in perspective for people. So they understand funnels and they understand ad strategies. 
And on the thank you page of that funnel, I was having a video sales letter and I was basically uh, sharing my journey with people. I was recording that in my dad's sauna because I had my little baby and between a coaching call with a done for you ads client, uh, I had a few uh, moments where my baby was sleeping. So, and I was working in my dad's sauna because he was watching him. So I just briefly recorded that. I didn't even edit it. And it was my most successful video sales letter funnel uh, ever. And I had the feedback from people that they just really loved how genuine it was. And so below that was just my sales page for a, basically like a summary of what's in the membership and my personal story. Um, and that was uh, at $27. So that was the freebie to video sales letter funnel. And you would want to run uh, a sales campaign optimizing for the conversion event purchase towards that freebie ad so you get the right type of people in and that was working really well for me until I listened to someone who was saying your membership is so insanely valuable you're crazy only charging $27 you should at least charge 49 and I was hesitant about it but I was like eventually you know this person was much more successful than I am and so I should listen to them and then I completely broke my funnel so I had customer at cost per acquisition so cost per purchase was around $25 I was breaking even on the first month so um, that was amazing, right? That's also what grew, grew me to 100 uh, members in the first month because I had to co grow from cash flow. I didn't have any extra cash anywhere laying around. Um, and then it cost me 250 to $300 to acquire a member. And back then I didn't know what is my customer lifetime value. So I knew, you know, I cannot sustain that growing from cash flow, what I needed with this custom acquisition cost. So eventually the funnel didn't work for me anymore. And I, I basically then said, okay, I need a different funnel. And instead of a freebie, I will go with a self-repeating offer. And that, that strategy is basically uh, you sell a product on the front end, um, you add an order bump, this is this additional offer in the checkout, and then you have a one-click upsell into your membership offer. And that one-click upsell, the technical functionality needs to be the card gets charged again without the person having to enter the credit card details again. And typically how it flows psychologically is that when you break this initial resistance of the sale, people get into a confirmation bias and they want to reaffirm their action, which is why it's much easier to upgrade someone after they just purchased into a membership where it's really, really hard to get a sale directly into a membership because people are afraid of monthly recurring commitments, which I think makes a lot of sense. So the first funnel that I then did as a self-liquidating offer funnel was that I actually pulled a planner from my membership, which was a PLR product. That's something that's important because I didn't have... You know, I had the baby. I didn't have a lot of time. I still had my done for your ads client. So I didn't have a ton of time to create content. So I used the PLR planner for launching um, that I customized with my own knowledge. So I really made it mine. And that was in my membership. I pulled that to the front end for $37. Um, and then I added an order bump. And then I said on a thank you page, if you want a refund on the planner, you can get it for free in the membership. So if you sign up now, I send you a refund. That was actually pretty dumb <laughs> because uh, it was converting really well. But after a couple of months looking at my churn rate, I realized that that mechanism got people to upgrade, but they didn't upgrade for the membership, right? So I didn't give mm -hmm. the right incentive. Um, so I needed to realign that. And I potentially then discounted the first month of the membership by the planner that they just bought. And that was a little bit better, but I still had a really high churn rate, right, for my membership. And that was, again, because it was on the front end advertising with a launch planner. So people wanted to learn launching. And on the back end, it's a membership that teaches you how to run Facebook ads to grow your audience and Facebook ads towards self-liquidating offers. So there's a, there was a disconnect between the audience I was attracting and what they actually wanted to learn. 
And so it was, it was actually beautiful because it was still holding me around those hundred members, but it was just not dipping me over. Um, and then I signed up for a course from Stu McLaren, somebody I really admire. He's a membership expert. And um, there was one, and I always say like, you have to implement what people teach. Um, otherwise you cannot sign up for the courses. And there was one strategy I found so controversial, but he he was convinced of that. Also, he was not gatekeeping that. So I knew that before I bought the course, but his philosophy is you need to close the doors to your membership because mm -hmm. people need that kind of urgency to sign up for the membership. And before I joined the course, I remember it was like, I was asking in the group, do Stu's like, like I'm sometimes having to smile now over my members when they say, do Evelyn's techniques also work mm -hmm. if I'm completely changing them over and, you know, avoid kind of what, what they're about. So I was just like my, some of my members, I was just like that, like trying to circumvent his unique methodology because I couldn't wrap my head around sending people that want to join my membership away. So I was like mm -hmm. asking and, and Elizabeth Goddard, um, I think he, you also know her. Yeah. Yeah. She had actually like an affiliate bonus, I think, around always open memberships. So they reassured me, yes, it works with always open memberships. I joined, I listened to the course and I was like, okay, you bought it, follow the advice, close the membership. And so I was wrestling with myself because I was like, I want it, but then I don't want it. I want it, but then I don't want it. And then I was like, okay, I understand. Like, I'm not dumb. I've been in marketing. I'm, I've been running ads. I understand urgency. But I also understand impulse buying behavior and it's almost as effective as urgency. So what if I sneaked best out of both worlds and make the shiniest object on the front end always open and then I upsell into otherwise closed main membership. So that was when it kind of, because I couldn't accept the fact that I have to have a closed membership. I was like, okay, what if I combined like the best I learned from running self-liquidating offer ads and, and leveraging impulse buying behavior and then upsell into otherwise closed membership. And that was the mini membership funnel that was born and that gave me insane traction like right away. And then, you know, over time, you can only scale a funnel to a certain part. And then that's the third kind of signature funnel um, uh, that came for memberships. And that was the option funnel. So where you then use the monthly content for your mini membership, you turn it into self-liquidating offer for $9.00. You advertise that offer and you say, get it for $9 or get it for free joining my mini membership. And with that, you basically can create infinite lanes for different variations of your ideal client into your mini membership. So you can scale your ad budget, but ever losing that front end profit, I'm still so hesitant about losing because I'm just, I'm just a security driven person and I, I, I love not risking my liquidity and I also think like it's a healthy growth rate I could push it a lot far faster but then there's also the whole processes right and the whole operations that goes into servicing so many people yeah. so I think it's like a it, it's a really healthy like um, speed to say I'm growing from cash flow breaking even on the front end or within you know that first or second month but if I would push faster I could grow faster but I also need to service and retain and satisfy. And that means I also need to look at operations. So it's it's a really healthy balance that it kind of creates if, if I'm like managing my growth like that. And it's still rapid enough. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just ran my summit, as you know, a couple of months ago. And I, running a big event like that just shows me all the reasons why, like I have massive, massive goals. And it just showed me all the reasons why 
okay, I'm not, my business behind the scenes is not ready for that number of people yet. Um, I mean, there's a few key things from what you just said that I really want to pull out. Like, firstly, you you've been testing so many different things, testing and looking at the numbers. And I love how even small things, like for example, giving them that planner, then offering them to get it refunded if they join the membership, that was not the right way for your churn rate of the membership. But doing the option funnel on the front end has worked better, I imagine, for your churn rate for membership. Like it seems like kind of a subtle difference, but I can totally understand how the way you're presenting the offer and how relevant it is to what they're then going to learn in membership. Really, really important. And also something else that I was really getting from what you were saying was like, I'm willing to listen to other people. I'm willing to test their strategies, but I also need to sometimes do the thing that works for me and do it my way. Um, and I feel like, yeah, that's really, really important. And I mean, you have such a a unique way of doing things. I think people who are in your world like know that you have your unique way and that, that really stands out to all of us. Um, I'm really curious when, when you're talking about growing at a certain speed and making sure your operations can handle it and all of that. When you started your membership, I mean, what were your goals for it? Did you ever imagine having 8,000 people? Or, I mean, did you have even bigger goals that you haven't hit yet? I mean, I can't even imagine that journey. I, I would, before I speak to that, I would love, love, love to speak to something that you said, mm -hmm. which I think is, I think when I talk about monetizing your personal growth journey, which is something that I always talk about, it's, yeah. I think they are based on your on what comes naturally easy to you, your God-given or universal-given talents and, and kind of natural skills, what you're good at, and your unique life experiences, they put like a filter in front of your eyes that allow you to, to see the world with the ability to prescribe a different meaning to things. So to you, different things will stand out about something than to me. And I think that when you go through the world with kind of this open eye and you you understand like why does this why does this speak to me why does this approach stand out to me what do what pulls me in that direction you kind of listen to that and you allow yourself to be playful with that I think that's when it comes out and then and then just trying things and not being attached to the thing like really saying I'm trying it and if it works that's fantastic and if it doesn't work that's also fantastic because then I, I always have like that insight from that. I yeah. think that's that what that what I wish that more people would allow themselves to just get playful with it and not take not take it personally. Like when everything that comes back, and I think that's something that I picked up when I studied marketing, and it never left me. Um, I remember when our professor was introducing the scientific method to us. And they were basically just a cycle, right, of making a hypothesis, putting it out there, collecting data, refining, putting the next hypothesis. When that hit me, it never left me because I was like, that's fantastic because that means we never fail. Like that mm -hmm, means it's mm -hmm. always just an iteration of the thing. And if I'm doing something and it doesn't work out, that's great because we still made progress. So I think like that, that relieved me and also that when I started to run ads I was spending other people's money I was employed I was spending an employer's money um I think that this 
that I'm having the ability to not take it personal and look at the data and see it like that, I think that allows me to operate so freely in this environment because I do feel that there are no rules. And I feel like other people sometimes come into this space and they feel like that there are some rules that you need to follow. They're not seeing or feeling like, oh, I can do my own thing. I, I just, I can test it out. And then if it doesn't work, that's completely fine. It's, I just did it, right? So I yeah. think that's what I am what I would love for more people to understand is the, that this is beautiful. If you can go your way and you will find a, you will find a way that works for you that then other people that that come with a similar preset of values and experiences um, and skills, they will totally appreciate that path, right? And then you've carved out a unique methodology that's a perfect fit for a certain type of audience. Yeah, I mean, imagine, I mean, because I'm such a believer in that philosophy as well, like it either works or I learn something from it, so I can't lose. And just imagine if like early on you get stuck at 100 members and then the funnel stops working and you're like, well, that's it. It's not working. I mean, the journey could have been so different if you made that mean something about your entire business model and, and stopped that experimentation. Yeah. I think that's also beautiful about you. And that's what I loved about the summit, the, the Soul for Sale Summit, is that you just have to find a way of selling that works for you. I, I think that it's just so true for everyone. And that's kind of the way of selling that just works for me, that feels ethical and sustainable. So I really love that you help people find that because we all need to sell <laughs> in our business. Yeah, and there is so much stuff that works, right? And when I first started out in my first business, I was like 21. I just finished university and I was really not confident whatsoever. And all these people I saw online were so so confident and like showing off all their cool stuff and and being on video and being everywhere you know be everywhere and it was just like all that made me feel was like oh well I can't do that that's not for me I'm not the right kind of person um and it took me a long time to realize that we you know that we actually we don't just we're not just able to be different but actually everyone benefits from seeing different examples of how things are done so there are people that are doing purely high ticket and or the kind of business model that you were running with um, your ads and everything at the start, and that works for them. Um, but clearly, the way that you're doing it resonates with a lot of people as well, and it works for a lot of people. I think that's really important as well. Like you are in in it, and you are testing it constantly, and you are feeding back to your members as well. And I think that's a I think it's a genuine way of creating value from nothing <laughs> which is just basically and I think that that is also future proof when it comes to coaching industry because your willingness to put yourself through the experience and run the experiment for others right mm -hmm. and present your results and and say look this was the setup this is the go this was the goal this was the hypothesis here are the outcomes right I think that's a that's a way of creating value because you have put yourself through the experience and now someone else can benefit from that and not have to spend the time and, and mental energy to go through that experience themselves. And I think that's a way of genuinely creating value and that will always be so much more meaningful than any kind of knowledge, right? Because it's, it, is a, it is a human biological experience that we're going through. It's holistic and 
we have to kind of run it and then translate it for others because there's so many more layers than this is how it works. There's a, this is how it technically works. This is how it emotionally works. Mm -hmm. This is how we fall, right? So there's so many layers to like passing that on to someone as well. That's still, that, that allows you to add so much value. And at the same time, it's such a, it's so beautiful for you as well, because you, you keep being in a very, nice way like your own guinea pig and you keep opening yourself up towards that experience and i think that also keeps you um keeps you going right it's like the, the einstein quote is like it's like riding a bicycle if you stop you, you're gonna fall and i feel like that's the same thing and when when we look at the future i do feel that um experience industries will be future proof and that's a way to remain a knowledge worker and remain relevant, I think, in the in the next years to come. Yeah, yeah. And I really love your philosophy around that. And actually, something I wanted to ask, because, I mean, I asked you to give your kind of the funnels that you you share in your, in your paid programs, I asked you to kind of give an overview of it. And you're like, absolutely, I'm totally fine. I'm not going to gatekeep it. I'll give it for free. And I think a lot of us have potentially some sort of scarcity mindset around that and like oh but if I give it away for free why would anyone sign up for the paid thing or are they going to get anything extra in the paid thing or is it worth me giving it away for free when I've put all this effort into all this testing and all this learning and all this experience that I have what would you say to these people who are potentially afraid to give that much away for free I mean I've seen this happening now since I started in the industry and when I started people could make money selling how to craft an ideal client avatar right and I think that there was not a lot of free knowledge around that out there, right? Now it's a lot of knowledge, free knowledge around that out there. And I do feel like with knowledge or with experience, it comes to us. And if we're trying to hold on to it and it doesn't leave us, it occupies the capacity within us. And when we don't share it, we don't generate something new. And I do think that I can tell you about my funnels and the ones that got me here today. And in a year... I can tell you about seven new funnels or other things that I did that got me from multiple seven figures, potentially to eight, right? I don't know if that will happen in a year, but maybe over the next five years, who knows, right? But I'm not standing still. And because I'm so open to give everything I downloaded, I, I collected, I created today, more will come, right? And it's, I think it's so, it's so freeing and it's so in our human nature to do that as well. I think there's a reason why there are so many YouTube channels that give those things for free? It's, I think it's a genuine intrinsic desire to share with our peers, to not hold back. I think anything else to the to most people doesn't feel good. We want to give, we want to reciprocate, we want to be to add to, to our social environment. And I do think that memberships allow you to do that. And I always say to people, I trust that the right people will reciprocate. The right people they will want to just stay in my world because they say it's worth it to me $49 a month to be in her world, to know about this. When she has a new thing, I see it. I can benefit from it. It saves me time. It saves me headache. It inspires me, right? So they just, um, I have now an alumni here after my coaching mini membership yearly um, program and have over 100 people that are on an alumni pass paying me $77 for an all access pass to whatever I create per month. Right. And I think for me, that's, I'm so deeply grateful. I, I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with this article, A Thousand True Fans, 
Um, so it's like the hypothesis of you just need a th- any band, any any person just needs a thousand true fans and they're yeah. good for life. And I feel like I'm really getting to this point in my life where I have amassed so many true fans that will follow me on wherever I say, let's go explore there now. And what's more beautiful than getting paid to kind of be yourself in that way and, and being on that journey. So I do think people that, have scarcity around that I, I do think you unnecessarily limit yourself and you shortcut what you can be in the relationships you can have with others and please trust that if you give the right people will want to reciprocate i'm in many of my coaches memberships just because sometimes i i read their free posts on instagram like um shout out to katrina she has a membership the self-worth hub it's around parentified daughters and I am in her membership. I don't have a ton of time. I've peeked into some of the content. It's amazing, but I don't have a ton of time. But I'm loving to pay those $27 a month just to support her because those few social media posts that I saw from her were so helpful that I just want to support that. And there are a lot of people, especially the ones that think abundantly, they get to an abundant place sooner or later and they want to reciprocate. And I do just, I feel like if you do that, you just create a beautiful growth ecosystem around yourself and your environment will always be a reflection of you so I think you're Mm -hmm. just shortcutting yourself if you think like that love it so much um so inspiring just not holding back and one of the things that you brought up briefly when you were talking about those early days and how you created your membership and all of that you said that you used PLR content um I think it was for the planner that you created is that right and I would just love for you to just share more about what that means, because I don't think everyone in my audience will be familiar with that. You have a PLR membership yourself, which I'm going to link to in the show notes. But also, how do you use shortcuts like that without losing the essence of you and what makes you unique and what creates um, this world that you've built up around you where people really just want to be in it? Uh, okay, I love that. So there's one quote that I really absolutely love, and that's from Alex Ramosi. And I, I, I often thought about like what the, there are people in my membership I can just sense when they come in, like, oh yeah, that's a club 1000. Like I know they will take off with their membership. And I always like, what, what, what makes the difference, right? And I, I, what I do see as a pattern is I think it's gratitude. Like they, they just have a, a very appreciative, loving, accepting energy like around them. But I also feel it's they're really good at prioritizing. They're really, really good at capturing what is meaningful here, what do I pay attention to, and what is like a secondary thought. And the people that struggle with the program, they typically have a really hard time kind of filtering through and setting priorities for themselves. And Alex Ramosi has this quote where he says, All strategy is prioritizing. And so what that means for me is that in any given scenario, you have a limited set of resources and it's your job to kind of say, what can I do now to create a leverage from those resources that I have to get me to the next stage where can I have a better leverage, right? So you you would always want to see, okay, what's the next best thing I can do to get me to a better place? Kind of how, thinking about that. And when you're at the very beginning and you wearing all the hats, right? So, I mean, I was... Now we're married, my my, my son's uh, dad and I, but we were we were actually um, were separated after his birth. 
right? So um, I was actually a single mom with him. Um, and I was typing some nights crying, nursing on one hand and just doing the eagle on the keyboard, right? So it's like creating, crafting an email to nurturing your audience takes three and a half hours in a night where you had two hours mm -hmm. of sleep, but you kind of wanted, you want to get so bad out of the situation that you're like, I'm doing anything to, to get myself up. And in those situations, you have to, and not everyone's situation is so dramatic and some people's situation is much more dramatic. So I don't want to, um, because a lot of this was also my pride, right? You can always go, or I'm in a lucky position that I could have gone to family and borrow some money or whatever. I didn't want that. Um, so sometimes you're in situations where you say, I have limited resources and you have to know where you are and then you have to leverage what you can. And many new coaches, course creators, they are in a situation that they start their business and one of the best things that they could do for their business is set up a lead gen ad, have a strategic freebie, have a welcome email sequence and get a few free sessions booked to leverage them into paid calls, right? That's free sessions to paid clients. It's one of my key strategies that I teach. Well, sometimes they really struggle to create a good strategic freebie. That's why we have the PLR library, which is private label rights. And basically it's a done for you resource library. We have over 700 um, products in there. The ideas are basically coming from what our audience tells us. And with our, I mean, my co-founder, Jessa Bellman, we started this together. She was my most successful coaching mini membership student, method student. And she now has over um, 6,000 members herself. So combined we have over 10,000 unique paying monthly members. Um, and we started this together because we both saw this problem that our students have, which is they cannot create the resources and content quick enough as they need it, right? And and very often it's just this issue of staring at the blank page or not knowing what to create that really holds them back. So we mainly were creating things that they need and based on what they tell us that they need and on things that are relatively high demand with relatively low competition in inside factories. So basically digital products that sell on Etsy. So we created a portfolio around that. We add between 35 and 50 products every single month. So we now have over 700 products in there that our members can use. And then in the beginning, right, it makes sense to, if you tie it on time and you, often you also don't have the skill to create a visually appealing resource, right? So there's a whole like learning curve where you need to learn graphic design suddenly, right? And you need to think about what size of product makes sense and on what type of product. So instead of having nothing and delaying setting up your lead gen ad for a few months, get something, get it started. And then after you have your first people and you have a little bit of air, make it better. Same with a self-liquidating offer, right? Instead of saying, oh, I'm starting from scratch. Well, go find something and create a product around that. So I think that when you are in the very beginning or a lot of the attractiveness on the mini membership comes from tangible deliverables. That's like a term I made up, but it's basically all kinds of workbooks, planners, journals, templates that you can provide inside of your membership where people look at the thing and they say, oh yeah, I would pay those $7 just to get that thing. And I can cancel anytime anyways. Then they come into your world. They get to know your philosophy. They get to know you. They want to stay, right? So it was a, we noticed it's a huge effort for people to create all of that. So we wanted to take off that initial burden and you can just move a lot faster. But in order to really succeed, eventually you would want to become a specialist in your own methodologies. 
and you would want to use those resources as a starting point at best, right? And, and then you can make them your own, but that's something to kind of grow into. And also we need to talk a little bit about sustainability, right? A membership means I keep showing up for you every single month. That's why you keep paying every single month. And some months, we just don't have the mental capacity to create something outstanding. So we can tap into those resources and our members potentially don't know about that, right? But we curate it for them. We put it into context. We can gift it to them. We instantly created some value, right? Without burning ourselves out and as into what do we deliver this month? So that was kind of the philosophy behind it. And we do a lot of educating around how to rename, reframe, create value with it. We potentially want to create like a PLR consultant certification around it because we do see that, that people still shortcut it a little bit too much. But I think that's also the, the nature of the game. And, and it only really becomes a problem when it's in those very tight bubbles like digital marketing, where there's a lot of competition and a lot of copycatting anyways. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. And I think it's really helpful just to hear some of your journey and and like, you know, that limited time and spending your energy where it was most, I guess it would pay off the most and then using smart shortcuts where you could. I mean, I am such a fan of that, especially those of us running our business on our own um, before we built up that team and all of that stuff. Um, and your PLR content is so beautiful and talk about that visual aspect of it like I love that um and I'll definitely link to that in the show notes as well um uh, I feel like there are so many more questions I would love to ask you but we are running out of time so I wonder if you now 8,000 plus members Evelyn were gonna I don't know give some words of advice or encouragement to past Evelyn, who was maybe that version of you stuck around a hundred members, or I don't know, what would you like to say to that version of you and others who might be facing similar challenges or, you know, have similar goals that you had? Uh, you asked me about my goals and I think it's funny. I always just had the goal that I want to be able to live from it. Mm -hmm. That was just my goal. Like I just wanted to kind of know we're good next month and I can keep doing this. And I don't think that this ever changed. So uh, for me, what's happening right now is beyond comprehension, to be honest. Um, so I wouldn't need advice for the Evelyn that had 100 members because that she kind of knew she, she had enough of the potion to believe it's possible. So I had enough kind of, um, I had enough belief to swim. I think I, I would would want to go back like much earlier to those stages where no sales were coming mm, right? mm -hmm. and, and kind of just tell that person it is possible there is a legitimate way to do this and you just have to keep trying and not get attached to anything and don't think that any of this means anything about you it's just a natural process of finding product to market fit you need to shape yourself into that person that has the capacity to do this which i think a lot of people misunderstand it's like you have you you grow into this it's like you you develop the skill set to be able to hold all of this and it's like learning to play the piano right it, it takes a while before something like a melody comes out and 
if you can just if I if I could just go back in time and tell the person like to see it like that to say all the work that you're doing right now is it's not lost work it's like lifting weights in the gym you cannot cry and say oh I lifted all this weight in the gym what a waste of time you lifted all this weight mm -hmm. like you did all that work because you needed to grow that muscle so don't look at that work like oh I never did something with that yeah you did you worked it worked on you you sharpened that muscle all those I did over 30 funnels that didn't convert I was just sharp, I was just training that muscle, that copywriting muscle. So I, I wish that I could go back and, and tell her that all this work is actually exact everything you're doing right here is exactly right. Just keep going. And I wish that more people would see it like this. They, they say, Oh, I have all these things on my desktop. I've done so much and uh, I've wasted so much time. I've, I've wasted so much work. It's like, no, love, like you sharpened it like you you did the exact right thing and I, I wish that more people would understand this I early love that answer yeah thank you okay I'm just going to ask you a few quick fire questions before we wrap up the first thing I would love to know is what are the top two or three things that you had to have in place to make it possible for you to successfully serve so many people at once in your programs uh, a roadmap, a clear success roadmap with clear boundaries and clear sub-goals. Um, people with complementary skills that hold me accountable. Mm, so I think that that team needed to be built in the right way. And uh, my dad who helped me with finances and accounting. Like I cannot overstate this enough. You need you need someone who is really good with accounting and you need to get yourself and if you serve international customers, you need to get yourself an international tax law firm and you need to get compliant ASAP. Like when you grow like when you grow from nothing really fast, there's so many things you probably don't know you have to have in place. And I've pulled everything like straight in that year. Um, where it was necessary but it was a huge stress because I was not predicting that I would grow so fast mm. and I was so lucky that my father intervened and pushed me to to fire the account I had an accountant right I thought everything was taken care of um, but he pushed me to get a second opinion everything in that year thankfully they um, we we looked into all the sales tax all those international things like get yourself an international tax law firm as soon as you do international business and they do not more, ex I uh, can shout out mine. Um, it's PKF Antares um, in, in Canada. And they, they also have the uh, US. Like, it's just good to get, in general, it's good to get specialists that are familiar with your field. That's something you also need to have in place that often is so overlooked. And especially when you do a lot of low ticket sales. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful lessons. Okay. And probably not what a lot of people want to hear, but yeah, but important. Um, what is, oh, beyond financial success, what impact do you want to have in the world through your work? I do want to lead a conversation with people about what it means to be a helpful human and live a good life, I think. I feel like 
as a society, we're headed towards an identity crisis and crash. And I do want to have deep and meaningful conversations about how we can be helpful individuals to each other. Yeah. <laughs> mm, love it. Um, what is one achievement in your business journey that you really want to celebrate yourself for? I think that one of the best things that ever happened to me was teaming up with Jessa Bellman. And mm. I, when I met her, I immediately had that instinct that she is someone I want to work with on an eye-to-eye level. And I was giving more than people could sometimes advise, but it turned out to be completely the right instinct. So I think that biggest achievement was trusting my gut instinct with people although I was also wrong many times yeah (laughs) giving myself that grace again and saying uh, and I do trust again I do open up again uh, and that I never lost it I think that's something I'm proud of I love that and finally what does soulful selling mean to you I think you can sell soulfully when you have created something you're utterly proud of and where you have the feeling that people are getting so much more than they pay for. So you, even though you don't like to, you can proudly shout it from the rooftop because you're genuinely so excited about what you have here. Amazing. Thank you so much. As always, just so much goodness. And like I said, I could have asked you, loads more questions but I know that everyone's going to get so much from this and I will share all of the places that they can connect with you in the show notes thank you so much don't forget to go follow Evelyn on YouTube and Instagram by searching for her name Evelyn Vice, and you can find the links to the $7 coach growth hub the secret weapon PLR store and her coaching mini membership method program over in the show notes at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash episode eight Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Soulful Sales. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, sign up to my newsletter at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter, or my personal favorite, join me inside the low ticket membership at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash membership. And keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.